Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Bless the Lord! What a glorious day to get to share Proverbs with you. Today is the 7th of November, and so if you want to, you can certainly join me by turning to Proverbs chapter 7 in your Bible, and let's pray and ask God to bless our time together, which is simply talking to God that He might be with us and honor our time with Him in response, right? We're, we're praying, we're asking, we're talking, having a conversation with God for help for guidance through the day. So Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you give us this beautiful passage in chapter 7 to warn us of sin, to show us that the cost of sin is great even unto death, even unto eternal separation. And I pray, Lord, that this would be a glorious time for us to think and reflect on and focus on those things which draw us away from you, and those things which draw us to you. I want to be drawn to you for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So 27 verses won't take us long to read through. I'm going to read it through and share my application. Thank you, Father. Verse 1 of chapter 7. My son, keep my words and lay up my commands with thee. Keep my commandments and live and the law of the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers, and write them upon the tablet of thine heart. Say unto wisdom, Thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman. You know, these old King James words sometimes throw us for a loop, right? I, I Kingsman, kingswoman, what, what is that? So we want to take the time to look those things up. It's a masculine noun that means a relative, the kingsman, it's a relative. It indicates a person closely related to someone having the right of the kingsman redeemer. This is from the book of Ruth, where somebody within the family has the power, they have the right legally by law to redeem someone out of great debt. They can pay a debt that that person cannot pay. And this is a tiny little reflection of what Jesus did for us on the cross. So say to wisdom, unto, say unto wisdom, thou art my sister. We're, we're pretty close. And call to understanding my kingswoman. The king's, kingswoman being my understanding means literally understanding can redeem me, protect me, and draw me away from those things which will harm me. Verse 5, that they may keep thee from the strange woman and from the stranger which flattereth with her words. So that's, this is sin personified. Now we're going to see this is represented as a woman. And it is, I mean, the example is a woman who's drawing a, a young man away in, into sin. And so we can identify that. I can, as a man, I can certainly identify that. But I also need to know that I am the bride of Christ. You see, I am what Jesus is coming back for, just like you, if you've accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord, you are the bride of Christ. Not in any kind of sexual connotation, but in the sense of he is my leader, he is my uh, shepherd, he is my protector, he's my covering. And as I submit and honor him in obedience, everything, will, everything is, is worked out because he's God. And so I want that in my life. Now let's continue. For at the window, this is kind of like the story that it goes through. Verse 6. For at the window of my house, I looked through my casement. 
like the windows between the bars. And beheld among the simple ones, I discerned among the youths a young man void of understanding. So here we got a unsuspecting young man. Passing through the streets near her corner, he went to the way of her house. In the, do you remember, I'm going to pause for a moment. Do you remember that all the way up until now, verses or chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, have all said, don't go there. Bad idea. Don't even go close to it. If you see sin, run away. But here the young man is walking right up to the house. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. So that's when evil presents itself commonly. I mean, the most wicked things that happen typically happen at night. And behold, I saw him there and met a woman with the attire of a harlot and a subtle heart. So she's dressed to kill. She's loud and stubborn and her feet abide not in her house. She is without now in the streets and lieth in wait at the corner. So she caught him and kissed him and with an impudent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me and this day, this day I have paid my vows. I'm a pretty good person. If you, that should echo in your head right now. I'm a pretty good person. There is no good person. We're all wickedly and sinfully deceitful. But if you've asked Jesus to be your Savior and Lord, he has redeemed you. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. So he has called you according to his purpose. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to build you up. But if you're still convinced that you're a pretty good person, I'm saying that mockingly, uh, you're in great danger. Verse 15, therefore I came forth to meet thee diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. She's telling him this grand lie. I have decked my bed with coverings and tapestries and with carved works and fine linens of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh and aloe and cinnamon. Those all sound like good things. And all on their own, they are good things. Out of context, that is a glorious verse. I have perfumed my bed. I have prepared my bed. But in context, this is absolute deceit. It's an absolute lie. Because look at what comes. Come, let us take our fill of love. She's saying sex, like fornication, until morning. And let us solstice us ourselves with loves. This is not love. This is wickedness. And how do I know? Because I read verse 19, the next verse. For the good man, that's her husband, is not at home. And he's gone on a long journey. He hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day. And with her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. So he didn't have any discernment. He thought, hey, it seems like a pretty good idea. She caused him to yield. She, with her flattering of her lips, she forced him. Right? She intrigued him. Hey, look at all these cool things I've got for you. And he goeth after her straight away. Right away as an ox goeth to slaughter. So an ox doesn't know that it's going to slaughter. It just trots right on in and then gets destroyed. As a, as a fool goes to the correction of the stocks. Till the darts strike through his liver. You must understand that the liver is the largest internal organ in your body. And the moment that the liver is destroyed, game over. Right? I mean, unless you're a human and they hook you up for... Um, no, actually, without a liver, you die. That's it. With, without a kidney, you can go on dialysis and, and live miserably for a few years. But this is it. Your liver's taken out. You're done. Hearken now unto me. This, this is the loving father trying to explain things to his children, so let's pay attention. Hearken 
Unto me now, therefore, O ye children, O attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thy heart decline to her ways. Don't go down to her ways and go not astray in her paths. For she hath cast down many wounded and yea, strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell and going into down into the chambers of death. This is ever eternal separation. This is it. This is, this is the option. If you fall into sin, that's the only option, right? You have a choice where you can come back and say, Jesus, I need your love and forgiveness. I need you. Please build me up and restore me in you for your glory. Amen. That is a beautiful thing. And I would highly encourage you to consider this verse 17. This is my application today. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh and aloe and cinnamon. What are you doing in your life that seems like a good thing, but in context, it's terrible? So I'll give you, I'll give you my direct application. I like stuff. I'm a stuff person. I'm, I'm like an urban pack rat, I guess you could say. I, I grew up on a farm. On farms, you typically save everything because, well, typically you have space for it. There's buildings to save those things. And, and typically it's very far distance to a, a town to get something that you'd need to make repairs or recover yourself or, you know, generally live life. But in a city, you don't have that option. It's a very interesting conundrum. In the city, you don't have space because space is so expensive. And the Lord has been talking to me for years about condensing, about using less things for years. And I've been reluctant. I've thrown things away. I've gone, I go in streaks, right? Every, I don't know, six months I throw some things away and I'm like, okay, now it's a piece. But it was never a piece. I was never completely obedient. I was this foolish son, this foolish young man kind of deceived. Well, I did some good things. And I'm telling you, the idea that you did some good things versus complete obedience is the difference between on and off. It's the difference between light and darkness. And so as I go through this, this is convicting. And that's a good thing because it's drawing me close to the Lord. And perhaps there's something in your life that's drawing you close to the Lord right now. As I share this, whatever that is, that's the thing you need to go and take care of. That's the thing that needs action today, today. Make a plan, stick to it, and accomplish it because God will be faithful to relieve you and restore you into that which he would have for you. Now I'm going to end here. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for everything that you've done. I pray that this would stick, that it would mean something to anyone who hears it. I thank you for your glorious beauty in our lives. Lord, that as we seek you, you fill us up. I couldn't ask for more. In Jesus' name, amen. Later on, I pray that I would get to go through Utmost First Highest with you. I want to share that. And I'd invite you to join me for church tonight. That's on CC St. Paul. That's C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L dot O-R-G backslash mobile. And you can listen live at 7.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. Actually, tune in at 7.35. That way you're ready. And we'll be going through uh, Isaiah. So if you want to look ahead, go to CC St. Paul. Read up on what we'll be studying tonight. And I'd grandly love it if you didn't join us. God bless you. Have a delightful day in the Lord. You've got to stay the way.